Welcome to the Beautiful Entrepreneurs Podcast, the show for mom entrepreneurs who are ready to make more money and take their business to the next level. I am your life and business coach, Courtney Gray, and each week I'm going to teach you the tools I have learned over the past 18 years growing my business to consecutive $250,000 years from my garage while raising three boys. Let's get started. Welcome to the podcast number 12, what separates the average person from the highly successful person. First, I'm going to tell you that I have a new microphone and I'm really excited about it because I, when I initially started this podcast, I really wanted to jump in. I'm doing all the editing and recording and everything myself. If you listen to a lot of podcasts, you might be thinking, uh, yeah, I can tell, (laughs) but I really knew I'm a big fan of doing everything on my own before I pass it off to someone else to do it. I like knowing how to do something. Um, I do my own ads for my Facebook and Instagram. I do all my own glasswork until I hired people and then have taught them how to do it. And now that's what I'm doing with this podcast. I eventually will um, find someone to edit it for me. But for now, I'm doing all the editing myself. And it's been a little like, if you've listened to any of my other podcasts, it's been like, And I finally told my son, I'm like, I'm so frustrated. I'm trying to play with the volume and I can't figure it out. And he's like, I think you need a new mic. So I got a new mic. So hopefully, hopefully you love the podcast so much. You're like, I don't even care. It's so great. (laughs) But um, maybe you're like, oh, it sounds better. So here we go. So I just got back from a mastermind. So my coaching school, the life coach school that I got certified as a life coach from had a two-day mastermind in Austin, Texas. It was my first time in Austin, Texas. It was a gorgeous city. I was frustrated with myself that I didn't bring tennis shoes. So I really didn't get, you know, I really didn't have a lot of time actually to walk around, but I really didn't get to explore that much. But from what I saw, it was amazing. And I will definitely be going back to Austin at some point. So it was a two-day mastermind and I went for four days. I wanted to get there the day before, leave the day after so I would have time to meet people and go to lunch and see friends that I have really built amazing relationships with virtually and see them in person and spend time with them. And I did all those things. I also really wanted to have time to journal and be very intentional about what I wanted to take away from this mastermind. When I go to anything like this, a conference, a mastermind, a immersion event, I don't just go blindly saying, let's hope this is good. I go saying, how am I going to make this good? What do I want to get out of this? And I decide before I even go, which makes for a better experience, knowing that it always, it won't go exactly as I planned. Of course, right? I'm not the one putting this event on, but when I decide what I want to get out of the event, I will get so much more out of it. And it just turns out that the event was so well done, so loving, so positive, so inspirational. They had a lineup of just a diverse group of amazing thought leaders to speak to us on a range of subjects. It all revolved around taking action in your business. And I love taking action, Um, but it was just so powerful. And I am on a high still from it. It was amazing. So when I go to an event like this, I decide like, am I going to take notes or am I going to really be present and just listen? And most of the time I take notes because then I, I feel like I learned the information so much more 
when I'm actually able to read the read back what they said and what my biggest takeaways were. So I did a lot of note taking. Um, if you ever have the chance to do an in-person mastermind retreat, it is truly a game changer. There were over 1,500 coaches in this room, mostly all women, some dudes too, wanting to create an impact in the world, wanting to also build their businesses. So it was so powerful. There was women who have not made a dime in their business. There were also women who have made over a million dollars a year in their coaching practices. I think there were about, they had to have been at least 25 um, women and one guy who made over a million dollars in their coaching business last year. So it was amazing. Now I've built a wildly successful jewelry business. I've been an entrepreneur for a long time. And now I'm a year into my coaching business and it is going really well. And I'm excited about what I'm creating. I have done a lot of general coaching to a wide range of people and people who've wanting, wanted to create different things in their lives, whether they've wanted to lose weight, have less anxiety, build their businesses, make more money, just be happier. I've done all the things. And I'm really excited to narrow down into helping mom entrepreneurs. This is just where my heart is. I know that there are thousands and thousands of moms who love their kids. They love being a mom. They know that they are the center of their family's world, doing all the things, holding it all together. And they also have a deep desire to make more money and build their businesses. They want to create more and they want to do more. But sometimes they don't know if they can. They don't know how they could do this. Sometimes they feel guilty. You know, the I'm saying air quotes, mom guilt. They feel overwhelmed. They don't know where to start and I can help them. I can help you because I've done it and I've learned how to do it all without the guilt, without the burnout, without all the overwhelm. And I've decided to focus my, I decided to focus my mastermind experience in Austin in learning how to talk to my ideal client, my ideal mom entrepreneur client, how to help them, how to speak so clearly to them that they want to follow me and learn from all the experience I have to share. And that's experience as an entrepreneur and also my life coaching education. So when I was at the mastermind, one of the things they did was they brought up on stage all the people who last year had made over $100,000 in their business. Some of them had made like $102, $102,000, and some have made up to almost a million. They put all of them on stage. There was probably about 100 of them. I'm not quite sure on the number, but there was probably about 100 people. And it got me thinking, what separates the people in that room that are making over $100,000 and the people making less? What separates the average person from the highly successful? I think one could argue that there's lots of factors, but I'm going to choose two that I really believe separate the people in that room. And these were the two, especially that I believed in that, that moment when I was sitting there really thinking about this. So the first thing I believe separates the average person from the highly successful is the belief in the possibility. When I say believe or the belief in the possibility, it's not just that these are people that want what they want, want the possibility for them, want their dream. Because a lot of people want something, but they don't really believe it's possible. They don't even know that they don't believe. So most mom entrepreneurs that I work with have had some success. They've started a business, they're making money, and they want to make more. They don't really 
always believe that they can make more, but they want to believe there is a difference. Sometimes they think they don't have time. They don't trust themselves to do the work that they say they're going to do. They are insecure about selling. They feel like they can't sell. They say, think that they don't want to be salesy. And a lot of times they'll compare themselves to others in their industry if they are do have a job where they're in an industry that's very specific. And I get it. They're constantly coming up with reasons why it's not possible for them, but they do want it. You have to believe it's possible for you. And just like everything, believing takes practice. And that's one thing I don't think people understand. And this is what I understand to be true as a coach. Believing something takes practice. You don't just either believe or not believe. You have to work at it like everything. So here's the question. Where are you spending most of your mental time? And what I mean by that is, are you spending time thinking about how amazing it would be to achieve more, to make two times as much, to do more, to create more? Or are you spending time thinking about how you wish you couldn't, if only I really shouldn't, I couldn't, if only I could, all those thoughts? Where you spend your time thinking about what is possible for you where you, time, where you spend your time thinking about your dreams is everything. You have to nurture this belief of what you want. Claim what you want, decide it is possible, and then work at it every day to believe. Because when you're spending time believing in the possibility of your dream, you'll get excited, you'll feel empowered, and then you will take inspired action. So if you're spending time thinking that things are not possible for you because of how many kids you have at home or how long it takes you to drive them all over the place or you're limited and you feel like you don't deserve to make your dreams a priority and everyone's asking things of you all the time, you're feeling horrible. All those thoughts make you feel horrible, frustrated, hopeless, resigned. But then what happens is you don't move forward growing your business, right? Because when you're frustrated or resigned, you're, you're not moving forward. You're not like taking action. You're not putting yourself out there. You're not learning how to become a better salesperson. You're not doing any of that. So our thoughts create the feelings in our body and this feeling inspires our action. So you right now are either inspiring action of, you know, not doing anything, not moving forward in your business. Or the action you're taking is inspired in a good way. It's, you know, putting yourself out there, trying something new. And those actions come from excitement, confidence, passion, drive, hopeful. I don't love hope, but, you know, a good, a better feeling leads to those actions. But what would happen if you worked on a better belief of what is possible? And it doesn't have to be like a fairy tale belief, like I'm not saying I can make a million dollars by the end of the year, although that could happen. I'm not saying that that couldn't happen, but that is, I'm not expecting you to come up with this amazing, things are amazing kind of fairy tale type of belief. If you're thinking, I don't have any more time to put into my business, I want you to question this. Is this true? Often just questioning it uncovers some different options for you. This is why working with a coach is so powerful because this is, you know, think about this. If you're talking with your friends and you say to them, I just don't have any more time to put into my business. What are they going to say to you? Think about it in your head. Your friends love you and they want to support you. 
So they're probably going to agree with you. They're going to be like, I hear you. Oh my God, there's so much to do. Oh my God, it is a crazy time. Of course you can't do anymore. You're an amazing mom. You've got this, but there's only so many hours in the day. That's what most of my friends would say to me. The power of coaching is what I would say to you is I would say, why would you say this to yourself? If you have a burning desire to be a mom and build your business and make more money, telling yourself that you don't have any more time or it's just not the right time or maybe someday is a horrible thing to tell yourself. I would ask you some better questions. How can you make more time? How is it possible? Why is this so important to you? How is this totally possible for you to be a mom and build your business? Can we find examples of anyone else doing this, even if in your circle, no one isn't? Can you find other people that are doing this? And see, you can probably totally feel a different energy in those questions. And how much better would it be to work on believing, I know I can figure out how to create more time to grow my business. It is possible I could get up a little earlier every day to get in five extra hours a week to grow my business. Or this is so important to me just because it is, just because I want it. I'm Where can I carve out more time? Just because I want it. These beliefs create feelings that inspire action. If you started believing this is so important to me, I know I can find more time, you'll feel empowered. And from there, you'll get to work. So the second factor that separates the average person from the highly successful person is the willingness to fail. But not just fail. Fail over and over and over and over and over in pursuit of your dreams. You've probably heard a lot of talk about failure. If you're on Instagram or Pinterest, we see quotes all the time. You have to try things and things won't go well. And then you have to get back on the horse. You have to dust yourself off, right? <laughs> but what I'm, I'm loving myself. But what I'm saying is get back on the horse like a hundred times. And that's one thing. One of the speakers that was talking, her name's Jody Moore. Um, she's a coach for LDS moms. And she had a really powerful talk and she was talking about failing over and over and over. And I loved it because I already believe this in my heart. I've already done this. I already know this to be true is that we expect sometimes that we're going to fail like three times and be like, oh, I tried it. I tried going, I tried doing reels. It just didn't work. How many reels you do? I did like four. <laughs> and then you see these quotes of like, only those who dare to fail greatly can ever achieve greatly. Failure is nothing more than a chance to revise your strategy. Don't be afraid to fail. Be afraid to try. And I get it. And I posted these types of quotes on my Instagram and my Facebook too. But it seems to paint a very minimal, very like temporary picture of failure. These quotes seem to make failure seem almost easy, but failure can be horrible. It can be painful. It can be defeating, but failure is not only going to happen, it's going to happen over and over and it's supposed to. It is the way to accomplishing your dreams. And in school growing up, we're taught not to fail. We're taught to strive for the A's. If you're doing well and you're prepared and you studied and you did your homework and you did all the things, you're going to do well in school. You're not going to fail. And then if you do fail, we've got a problem, right? Because you're not going to move up a grade. You're certainly not going to be a success in life, not in school. 
But it turns out to be a highly successful entrepreneur, you have to fail. You have to try. You have to guess. Put yourself out there. It's one big experiment. It's kind of like parenting. We don't know what is going to work. If we did, everyone would be rich and successful and we would just copy them. It would be easy. So let me give you an example of failure. I did my first webinar last year. It was amazing. I had over 156 signups for my webinar and I was, I was on top of the world. I was hoping for 30. I had 156. It was amazing. I worked so hard on this webinar. I nailed it. I was so proud of myself. Then I have done a few others. And the last webinar I did two weeks ago, I got 26 signups. So, I mean, let's be honest. If we're thinking in terms of success failure, that would be a quote unquote failure, especially coming from doing webinars and getting 156 signups. And yes, I was so disappointed, so bummed. A side note, the webinar was amazing. I delivered it. It was very powerful. I got more experience delivering a webinar. The people that did come absolutely loved it, but it was in, you know, air quotes, a failure. So I was frustrated for about five hours afterwards. Like, what is happening? What did I do wrong? But here is the beauty of why that was supposed to happen. I really dove in and I did it. I did a, a, a download of my thoughts. Like, what is, what is happening? And I came to this conclusion. Okay, this webinar, I called it, take your life to the next level. Maybe you were there. If you were there, thank you. I love you. <laughs> I'm giving you a heart with my hands. It was an amazing webinar. And I think someday I will actually give it again when I have a, a maybe a bigger following and more people can, um, can experience it. It was awesome. But here's why I figured out what went wrong. I, why, by saying to people, take your life to the next level, I was, it was too broad. I was talking to too many people. It wasn't specific. I wasn't talking to a specific person about a specific thing. It was just too broad. But the beauty of why that failure was so important to me and why someday I'm going to look back and go, ooh, that was good. The beauty of why that was supposed to happen and why I'm glad it did, even though it hurt for about five hours when I was so disappointed, was because I realized in that moment, oh, I need to be much more specific on two things, who I'm talking to and the results I'm going to get them. This one I made for everyone. And it was too general. I need to talk to a specific person. And then take your life to the next level. I was talking to my husband. I was talking to my son and frustrated and telling them. Both of them said, yeah, it's too general. It's like, what does that even really mean? And I thought, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take that feedback. And next time I do a webinar, it's going to be better. Because it's going to be very specific it's going to be like, here's who this is for and here's what you are going to get from this webinar. Now, I'm going to do this next webinar and I'm going to go into it and I'm going to be like, yes, here we go. This is going to be really powerful. And what do I know? I might also fail, quote unquote, again. And I might have to be frustrated again. And I might have to figure out again how to get it right, how to draw people into me, how to make people say that was amazing and here's what I took from it and here's the changes I made in my life. But that failure was supposed to happen. That failure is making me stronger. That failure, certainly, I'm enlightened now to how much more razor sharp focus my messaging needs to be. If I would have just been sad after that webinar and been like, webinars don't work, where would I be? 
I wouldn't have written my next webinar, which I'm very excited. It's going to come out probably in two weeks. So get on my email list if you want to, if you want to grab that webinar. So it's very simple. When I was at this mastermind and I looked around the room at the 1500 people there, those of us who are highly successful have a stronger level of belief in ourselves. We spend more time thinking positively about our ability to achieve our dreams. We have doubts that creep in our brain. And of course, we get frustrated when things go wrong, like I did with my webinar. But we intentionally spend time working on the belief that we create our lives. We create our results and we can have it all. And we're willing to fail in pursuit of our dreams over and over and over and over. And even though it sucks to fail, the suck is temporary. And we know it's part of the process. So who do you want to be? And it really is just a choice. You can choose that you have been staying small. You can choose that you've been average, but now it would be really fun to decide to be highly successful. Whatever that word means to you. Join me because I'm just getting started, my friends. If you are ready to make more money and take your business to the next level, I would love to have a conversation with you. I coach mom entrepreneurs one-on-one to help them achieve at levels higher than ever before. Find me on social and at my website, thebeautifulentrepreneurs.com.